Hello and welcome. My name's Gabriella Ranka, and I had great fun talking about channeling with Carol McCarrico. I was inspired to talk to Carol after hearing Joe Rogan and Josh Holm talk about Abraham Hicks and channeling on JRE. People often think that channeling is a bit weird, a bit out there, but really Carol explains it as a stream of consciousness where ideas and creativity come from. Carol channels for clients worldwide who come from diverse backgrounds, ranging from therapists, coaches, artists, and business people. She offers one-to-one -one channel sessions, group gatherings, and open-to-channel courses. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody, I'm speaking to Carol McCarrica today, and Carol's gonna to explain to us all about channeling. Carol, welcome, so nice to see you. Thanks for joining me for this conversation. Hi, Gabby. It's really fun to be here and it'll be a fun conversation. What is channeling? <laughs> it sure will because it's something that people aren't sure of what that is or maybe yeah. find that odd or, you know, it's not really something that's in the mainstream, although there is people that are very well known for doing exactly that. But, yeah, so let's unpack channeling. So for yourself, Carol, how did you get into channeling? Tell us about what it is to you and, yeah, how you got started. Well, I can only really talk about my journey. And um, as you say, there's a lot of people out there channeling. There's a lot of different ways of channeling. And everyone has their unique style. Everyone has a unique way. Well, everyone has a blueprint. So everyone's going to channel in their unique uh, flavour, in a sense. So what is channeling? <laughs> uh, I could make it kind of simple uh, because that's a huge conversation in itself. But the simple way to look at it is that if you really just imagine that we're all interconnected, everything is um, part of the all. So we're part of one singular, um, in a sense, all minds are joined. So channeling is connecting with that that field of consciousness. So we can't be separate to it. it it's, it's there and available to all of us. So it's just a matter about connecting into that. And you're, uh, for me, I connect with the guides that I work with. And so they're part of that um, consciousness. Does that make sense? It sure does. And I totally feel that way. And I think anyone that does um, any sort of spiritual practice becomes very aware of that kind of one cell organism that is consciousness and that we are all just tapping in and out of it and tapping into different like levels of consciousness and, and how we just interpret it, whether that's just through ideas uh, or art. Uh, I think anyone that's artistic also knows that sense yes. of your, something's coming through you, then you're creating it with your logical analytical mind which you're not it's coming through past that yeah. sort of level of intellect and an intuitive would you call it intuitive well you give it all sorts of names i mean what is channeling in a sense someone as you say that is painting a beautiful painting that is just so in the moment they're channeling a level of consciousness that is perhaps not really uh what they can describe as their rational minds. They're tapping into something. They go, where did that painting come from? You know, where did that song come from? Where did that 
um, poem come from that we all have the ability to channel and we're all doing it all the time it's just a matter of whether you become conscious and aware of, of what you're tapping into so the it's something it's not a skill that's bestowed upon only the few we all have it just so it's just about really focusing your awareness on it and letting it expand and grow yeah and i find and i think anyone that's had a like a major um something big in the world if you they've been interviewed and asked these questions about where it came from they always have that it just came through me uh, i think i watched uh, elizabeth um she wrote eat pray love oh yes, yes. Uh, what's her last name i can't think of uh, gilbert i think yeah elizabeth gilbert yeah she did a ted talk yeah. about it about it like dropping into yeah. her consciousness and JK Rowling, she was like stuck on a train and then the whole idea of Harry Potter came through her. John yeah. Lennon famously said, I didn't write Imagine, it just came through me. And so we hear this over and over again and they don't put the words channeling around it, but that's really what we've come to, what you and I understand and what you definitely yeah. understand working as a channel. So Carol, how yeah. about for yourself, what got you started? Uh, yeah, that's a funny, uh, it's a great question. And so I think like many of us that are on the spiritual path, when I was a child, I couldn't figure out how we were taught that we were the only beings in the entire universe <laughs> in the end, uh, that existed. And I just couldn't imagine that all of these, if you just take planets and you just take all the stars, that we were the only beings in the cosmos. So that was kind of a thought that really stuck with me as I was growing up. And I was always interested in channeling, um, listening to other channels and, and connecting with that kind of information. But I never put it on my vision board and went, oh, well, you know, I'm going to become a channel. <laughs> it just didn't work that way. And I don't think it works for uh, most people that way. Uh, it just really evolved um, on my spiritual journey. I did lots of courses, read thousands of books, um, you know, started using my intuition and tapping into my inner guidance and started doing readings, healings, all sorts of things, uh, massage and hands-on healing. And that really started to evolve and evolve and, and getting messages for people and along the way, I was really drawn to uh, what I call meditative writing or what a lot of people call, in, you know, intuitive writing with spirit. And so immediately I felt a consciousness that wasn't my rational mind. And so I just was really happy doing that. And... Um, did that for many years it was kind of like my own coach <laughs> and so then of course as we go along on our journey we have different points in our journey where we're kind of forced to dive even deeper and i had an experience where life felt very hard you know it lots of things were weren't right and um i'd had an accident i was in physical pain emotional pain and that's when I was really pushed into diving deeper in myself. And that's when my angelic uh, guides, the Elohim, just kind of showed up and started speaking to me. And um, 
that's where it grew from there um, and evolved. They said very early on, uh, we're giving you messages, but we want you to share them with others. And I had no idea how that would happen. <laughs> and that's kind of great because it, my mind didn't get involved in it. And that's how it's really expanded and grown from there. So wow. that's the start of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Really um, showing up like that. And then how did they, and how does it work? Like how, how did they show up? Did you um, see them or just feel them or hear them? What was well, it about? It was more for me that I just felt this energy. It was like uh, I just knew they were a collective consciousness. I just knew they were speaking to me on a level that was outside of my mind or what I could think. So I kind of knew that. I didn't see them. I don't necessarily see my guides. Um and the energy that came with it was so loving and so wise that I thought, I really can't just ignore this. There was a moment where I thought, oh, I've gone crazy. <laughs> I've tipped over to some aspect of myself that, you know, but it would just became so loving. And every day I started writing and getting information that was really helping me expand and really, uh, forcing me to go deeper within myself so I just continued and um it's it still it's the one thing about the spiritual path isn't it um, that you would know that it, it always evolves it's always growing and expanding so you never arrive at a point where it's that's it <laughs> no you don't and you, it, it don't, and then, yeah and then it's yeah exactly <laughs> And also you get to those places where you want to stay there, like if you're in a meditative state and you get that real, I just, you know, I feel so, you just feel so alive, like a lot aliveness that you never felt yeah. before. And then it passes and then it's like, how do I get back to that? Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you have to keep going and there'll be another moment of like that in the, in the future. And yeah. because maybe you make subtle um, shifts, to feeling different um, or feeling a different sensation or a different energy that you then you then become um, more like stable in it, more grounded. Uh, that's that's my mm. experience. But, but yeah, so no, how, okay. yeah, how does channeling work? So when you do you sit and make that intention in a meditative state or does it flow through you at any or do you have some kind of control over when it comes through? Explain a little bit about that. How yeah. Um, well, I can only as I can only talk about how it is for me because it, it would be different for every channeler. But there's um. So to explain it, it's a good way to explain is when I first started. As I said, I was really writing, so I would go into kind of a a, a sort of a semi meditative uh, state and just really take a pen and my journal and let let the energy flow through me into words. So that started that way. And then what happened was that I started to 
speak to others what they were showing me. So what I, I call that interpretive. So I would be uh, sitting here, there'd be someone in front of me and I'd be saying, the guides are showing me this. The guides are kind of wanting me to pass this on. And what I found was that that took a long time. So the person might ask a question and then I was interpreting what the guides were showing me in pictures and words. And one day I just said, this is taking too long. And I just said, I will just close my eyes and see what happens. And they just started speaking through me. And that's, I never really looked back from that moment. So that was kind of what they were waiting for me to do. Mm. And so there's no longer that interpretation. And I explain it that I'm both a listener and the speaker at the same time. So I'm listening because I have no idea what I'm going to say. And lesson, when I first started like that, I would, part of my mind could still think, I'd be thinking, oh my goodness, where's this going? Or um, I wouldn't say that or, uh, but now I barely think, you know, I'm just listening along with it. And so, but I'm very aware, um, I'm not aware of myself in a sense, a little bit like when you're in meditation, you know, when you feel like, there's no space around you. You have no idea where the walls are. And I feel like that, but I'm very aware that there's a, a consciousness flowing through me. Does that explain it? Does it does. That... It's interesting. I mean, I haven't really experienced that personally, but I've, you know, I've followed Abraham Hicks for many years. And I've been to many Abraham Hicks um, presentations and I think people don't realize how much they've been influenced even if you haven't listened to Abraham Hicks the influence is very vast any anyone that uses the word manifestation or law of attraction it's definitely been made didn't come from that source but it's been made very popular by that source and I know that I've heard Esther say that she kind of just moves aside and it just yeah. comes through her, yeah. and yeah. Um, and it's just uh, just an energy, uh, uh, an expression of consciousness that's coming through. Yeah. And I know she's been asked about what it is to be a channel, and no, she well, it's no different to being a sports person and shooting a goal, like in the moment, and something yeah. is a force is kind of. And then maybe people would say something different to that. It's like, well, that person's trained and yeah. trained and trained. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, they have technique and physical ability. Yeah. But I guess she's, um, I think I'd really put it with the artistic side of, of, of yeah. people because yeah. even though you can practice that as well, but something about that that, that just flows. And, um, or even just when you, you just have ideas, it's like, where do those ideas yeah. come from? They just especially if you look back over your life and you've had an idea and then another mm. idea and another idea. And it's like, Oh, how did I get here? Oh, that string yeah. of ideas led to this, led me down this way. And yeah, so, it's wonderful when you have that experience, isn't it? When you think, how did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> and with your work, Carol, what, what can someone expect from visiting you as a channel or going to one of your classes? What's the sort of thing that would happen? Yeah, well, actually, I'll just go back to what you're saying about Abraham Hicks. Is what's so wonderful about Esther and her work is that, in some ways, she's brought it to the mainstream, and um, 
because as you say, anyone that talks about manifestation or law of attraction, it's like they've really brought it into the mainstream. Channeling is not so woo-woo to many, many people now um, because it's been around since time began, you know. Uh, and so often we, uh, yes, can think it's very woo-woo and, but in a sense, it's, part of it's just part of life and for people who channel <laughs> it's just normal so it's it's wonderful that she's really brought it out into the mainstream so and as you say so coming back to what people can experience is that see channeling is not just the words it and yes the words are important but it's also the energy that you experience because Channeled information contains light, it contains healing, it's the words, it's the, so people really feel an effect. Uh, a lot of people say they feel uh, energy shifts within, the, within themselves. So for me, when I'm giving, say, a session one-on-one, -on -one, so I will give the person my intuitive insights into what I feel is happening for them right now while they're coming for the session and then i'll bring the guides through and they speak directly to them so it's like having conversation with me but i've got my eyes closed and so they're speaking with the guides and they feel energy within their body and most people would say that they have such a shift in their understanding of their life, like all the dots come together because the guides give them such a broad, expansive uh, insight into what's going on. So that's the way I can describe it. So yeah, yeah. I know for me, I felt that it's like um, like the energy. It's like something's awakening in you that may have been dormant. Like this yes, energy yes, feels lighter, yes. or you feel, or maybe yes. you you like let something go like but just being in the presence of when you channel i know that feeling for myself yes. that the energy just becomes lighter and clearer just more clarity around even i know that i've come to you and i've had questions and then they've kind of gone away because they don't match what's <laughs> what's coming through it's um it's like oh what about that thing i want to ask oh i guess it just didn't matter or it wasn't relevant or it wasn't as yeah. But, um, yeah, and I will just, um, I'm glad you said that about, you know, Esther and Abraham because I think that's been, you know, something so huge in, um, in consciousness for that to be so, I mean, it's really, when I saw her at the town hall in Sydney, there was thousands of people yeah. Yeah. queuing yeah. up to get inside and, and also yeah. in LA I went to one of her, um, her um, you know, sessions and it was... Yeah. The, the energy is just everyone's yeah. laughing. I mean, you can't yeah. you can't explain it. You have to experience yeah. it to know what yeah. that's like to be yeah. in a room with that going yeah. on, people getting up, and and there's so much yeah. fun and yeah. joy and comedy. It's so comedic. Yeah. And I know I sent you that um, clip about Joe Rogan and, and Josh Holmes talking yeah. about yeah. about her and about channeling themselves and I when I saw that I was like wow I, like I never would have thought these alpha males would be sitting there having a conversation <laughs> with and then Joe Rogan wanted to get her on the show even so yeah. um and I really appreciate that that she doesn't do um she doesn't do any 
like media that's going to be against her because that would just ruin yeah. the vibe. She just sticks to doing her workshops and yeah, yeah and that's all she ever really does. But um, mm. if you want to see her, you go there and yeah, and experience. Yeah. And it is, it's something. Yeah, so let's like, what what can we say about that? What is it about that that you can't? It's like indescribable. You have to experience it. Like no words can describe. You know. You know, when you go into a room with a channel and when somebody's mm. coming through and that vibration. Yeah, I guess it's just, yeah, yeah what would you it's say? Sorry. Yeah, It's interesting because a lot of people at um, my, especially when I do groups, um, people will say at the end of it, oh, I had a question I was going to ask them, but they answered it right at the beginning. Or, um, <laughs> and they'll continue, people will come up at the end, oh, I didn't ask a question because they answered them all. And it's it's interesting because they're speaking to the consciousness of the group. So um, they have, some people don't even know they have a question before they arrive. And so the guides are answering that question for them. So I may as well just, have very briefly mentioned the guides that I work with. So I call them my team of galactic guides. I've in the end come to that realisation. I just call them my team of galactic guides because I channel quite a few different uh, councils, collectives, if you like. So the, the Elohim were my angelic frequency that opened me up. And then... I thought that was it, you know, like Abraham or Bashar or uh, Jay-Z Knight, um, was just be one energy that I channeled, but no, not for me. <laughs> and so the next came uh, a being who calls herself Ishtaria, and she's part of a collective from the Sirius frequency. And so next came the Sirius Collective Council, the Acturans, and then the Council of Nine. So they would be termed in our terms as non-physical beings. So they haven't lived on this planet. They uh, don't have bodies like we do. They're light beings. And so say, for example, the Sirius uh, Council, they align with a particular intention and frequency of experience and they align with that star system. So it's often hard for us to, it's often unexplainable how they experience, but they, I see it as they are just standing on a hill and offering us a much broader perspective. They're not here to tell us what to do. They're just really here to uplift humanity. And there could be many people like me who are channeling the Sirius Collective and each one would have a different flavour and experience. And that comes down to all sorts of um, factors, including the channel him or herself. So does that explain it? Yeah, and it definitely would because I know that you say it comes through you, but then it would still have to match your ability with language or like, yeah. Yeah. So your knowledge um, to find the words to even express their, their energy. So I I do, I I get that. I get that. uh, It's not going to be, it's not like, um, you know, what you channel is only because there's 8 billion of us and the universe is ever expanding and infinite. 
and there's a yeah. many many different perspectives so it's not uh, i think in humanity for some reason we've built this black and white perspective it's either this or it's mm. this instead of it's many you know and yeah, yeah because that, that's kind of something about there's control when it's pro or anti or good and bad it's like you can, you can like compartmentalize it and maybe that's the way the intellect likes to operate because it's always trying to problem solve yeah and so that's kind of what mass media is always putting out there that that kind of you know one or the other and it's at the extreme extremities of black and white thinking which is just not mm. truth is closer to the middle and truth will be yeah. a bit of everything and yeah and yeah <laughs> yeah and we all resonate with particular it, because we have a unique blueprint we have a unique experience of this life something that resonates with me may not resonate with someone else and it's not right or wrong as you say it's not black and white yeah it's just um it's just that experience that it is it's so individual and i think if you go the further you go along and you know if you have an open mind and you want to understand people more it's like you understand yourself more you do like spiritual practices to understand yourself more then you have just more compassion for how people yeah. are and and how you yeah. just only want to understand them and accept them as well yeah. to bring you all move us all forward yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I love about the guides. They're so inclusive and they're so loving. And they've certainly, yeah, I certainly feel that I've grown into a better, more loving, um, inclusive um, person through my experience of travelling and being uh, taught by them, really, uh, connecting with their energies. So, Yeah. <laughs> and how about when you tell people you're a channel? Is that is that a is that a conversation starter? If you make <laughs> <laughs> it can be, or a conversation stopper. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Um, I don't know if you heard of Lee Harris. He's a, a great channel. Um, he channels disease. He, uh, I thought, and I really resonate with this, if you're at a function or a party or you actually, someone, you don't actually want to talk to someone, just turn around and tell them you're a channeler. <laughs> They'll move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it can. Uh, yeah, I think for me, I used to keep it secret. I used to go, oh, my gosh, I can't tell anyone. And, um, but now it's just so normal that, um, yeah, yeah, it's normal. And if people resonate, they do. If they don't, that's fine. Um, you know, it's like someone saying, I play football and I don't really resonate with that. It's like you can still be interested, but, um, yeah, it is sometimes on a different level. People get yeah. a bit free. Gosh, I wouldn't notice what to say to someone that played football either. That would be a conversation yeah. stopper for me. I struggled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, and I, I'm just curious, like, as you came out of the so-called closet, like not yeah. like, did that change for you too? Just being expressive and expressing who you are, and and did you were you met with a different response, or is it more that you just didn't didn't bother you whatever the response was? Yeah, I guess I, it's been a journey. I, I think now it doesn't really bother me as such. It's it's people resonate or they don't resonate, and I'm not here to push. What I do on someone, it's just not that kind of um, 
experience really it's not that kind of work so mm -hmm. it's yes i feel that yes it can benefit people but that's they're either drawn to it or not so yeah it doesn't worry me so much now um not that it particularly worried me but it was something that i went oh i hope they don't ask me what i do <laughs> 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 now now I don't think about that as much so <laughs> yeah and Carol is there anything else that um, people wouldn't know about channeling that you could tell us um, yeah well it's, yeah it's because it's interesting um, when I first started uh, to do it publicly people used to say to me oh can you teach me how to channel and I say no no and I in some ways it, it, it felt a little strange because it was like it's such a unique experience it's such a personal experience but it, interesting now um i've actually put together uh, an open to channel course and why i say that is that because i've come to the realization that no we all have this skill we're all capable of channeling and it looks different for everyone and no i can't teach someone because i can't critique someone's channeling but what i what can be taught is is of moving those removing the blocks that stop us from receiving that so for some people they simply may just want to connect more to their inner guidance for some people, they may actually want to connect with a guide that they either write with or just feel the presence of. So it's really evolved into feeling that that's something that I can help people with now. And yet at the beginning, it was interesting that people used to say, oh, can you teach me how to do that? And I'm thinking, well, I can barely understand how I'm doing myself <laughs> to be able to teach someone that. But now it's really evolved over the years into understanding the principles of it and the metaphysics of it, really. So um, mm. does that answer your question? Sorry, yeah, it may not be. Interesting, yeah. And, and so, so you're going to be... Um, teaching a channeling course is that coming yeah, so up? I just got this one day I just went that's it um it's all come together you know open to channel uh, be a six-week course uh, six sessions um, obviously via zoom these days because of the um, state of the world uh, and really just exploring what it means for each unique person and removing those blocks that stop us from experiencing that flow because it really does expand our awareness of our life. It's, it's interesting that I could say my physical world, my physical life, my experience of me uh, in 2020 is far more expanded from being um, allowing myself to connect with other frequencies. So I think that's one of the greatest advantages of uh, connecting with our inner guidance and opening to channel whatever that looks like for the particular person. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So you're going to be working on moving the blocks so you can even just get in touch with your creativity, yeah. um, intuition, yeah. whatever's kind of blocking that creative channel, that intuitive channel, that just like more of a deeper sense of knowing. 
um, your path or your purpose or yeah that, that, that's the great word the purpose you know we all it's interesting I think so many of us call out to the universe what is my purpose what is my purpose um, and you start to really get in touch with that as you really open your I call it we open our channel which is opening ourselves to our inner guidance because the thing is we all have inner guidance if we didn't we really would be uh separate from everything and that's kind of the the line that really connects us with the all so the more we expand that channel the more in touch we are with other frequencies and expanded experiences of this life so it's wonderful <laughs> oh, it sounds fantastic and i and i i think everyone knows that feeling of purpose unless you're fortunate to find your purpose or find um well i was watching david attenborough's new doco yes. on netflix which was have you seen it it's no really, that's on my list <laughs> oh it's so i mean it's frightening but just him and he's 94 he's so animated he's talking at the un he's got so much energy yeah. still and yeah. it's really his um letter for for his experience from his 20s doing what he's done he's just gone from one thing to another i mean he's just a incredible he's had an incredible life yeah. and i always think yeah. how did he get that incredible life i think we all do when people are really successful or they're really passionate about something and they just it's yeah. like it just goes on and on and um yeah. You're like, how do I get that? <laughs> how do yeah. I not line up that path? But just, um, but maybe you just need to do Carol's channeling course, and then you're on your way. <laughs> so, Carol, is, when's that coming up for you? What? When's the start date? Well, that starts on twenty seventh, twenty seventh of October. Okay. And yeah, so. And it's on Zoom. And yes. So it's on a Tuesday night, Australian time. So two hours so it'd be a combination of my teaching it'd be energy work be uh channeling with the guides and q a and exercises and so it's going to be really evolving and in a sense it'll be created from the energy of the group as well so it can't be a linear experience but it'll be very uh comprehensive and I really feel that people will get to know themselves better. Yeah. And so that's my intention and to really have fun with it. Because so, it is a fun thing. You can't be too serious. <laughs> <laughs> can't talk with your notepad and pen and try and, yeah, figure it yeah. out. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, when am I going to about a channel and who, you know, it's, it's um, yeah. <laughs> and Friday at 4 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be adding the link to um, to where to find you in the on the YouTube notes. But just um, if you want okay. to um, say what your website is, if people want to get in touch. Oh, with it's you. my name, Carol McCarricker. That's Carol with an E on the end, C-A-R-O-L-E. And my surname is M-C-K-E-R-A-C-H-E-R.com. Okay, so, great. And I'll definitely add that link too. So hopefully you'll yeah, you'll have a full class and um yeah. and be yeah. inspiring people to to get in touch and yeah. Become lots more of fun. Huh? It's gotta be lots of fun. Lots and of fun. Be, yeah, and 
yeah, very deep but light. Yeah. <laughs> light. Carol, thanks so much for your time. I've really enjoyed learning a bit about channeling and yeah, all the best. I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, and thanks, Gabby. It was wonderful. <laughs> Love it being your energy. Oh, same as you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Bye. now.